Hey, young Hey, what's going on? Welcome to tonight's edition of Draft Utopia. Chris Ransom and Oren Sheary here. And we got a lot to discuss. Um, I did recap the playoff games in a previous episode, as well as make early predictions for the AFC and NFC title game. But we'll get to that later. Um, I think you want to, do you want to open things up with like the GM and coaching moves that have been made? Yeah, so I mean, there's, there's a lot of uh, things and a lot of rumors going around. And But let's get to the facts. I mean, there's so many interviews that uh, haven't even been placed yet. It's just all chit chat, but we do have one hire that happened last night, uh, early early morning, uh, this morning. Uh, where it depends on where you are in the in city. The Jaguars decided to hire their old quarterback and Byron Leftwich, who's offensive uh, coordinator for the Bucks, is moving just up uh, up the street to Jacksonville, where he's going to be the ho- head coach of the Jaguars. And I think it's going in a good uh, little thing with uh, Trevor Lawrence over there. Uh, he gets a young quarterback and uh, work it out, and it's really begin to get that team back to the prominence of what it could be. Um, I just feel, you know, there's a lot of uh, discussions of that division. It's not a simple division at all to win, that's for sure. Uh, but I think it, it, it will. We'll see what happens. And uh, I think the Jaguars are, are going to – it's a good match for them. Yeah. Getting a former QB to develop Trevor Lawrence. Definitely a good fit. Now, they still have to bring in an off. They still have to bring in a defensive coordinator. I do believe they are retaining um, their current offer. I'm not sure if they are. The uh, former Lions. I mean, yeah, Bevel, I mean, I'm not sure if Bevel's still going to be the offensive coordinator with the Jaguars or if he's. Um, I mean, this is a whole other thing, and we'll get to that in another show. But as far as, you know, going in is Jacksonville and playing the Texans twice, the Colts twice, and the Titans twice a year. I just feel the uh, Jacksonville, really the last time uh, we saw them be relevant was, you know, uh, was a few years ago, I, I think in about – uh, 2017. Uh, so it's not like they cannot be competitive again. I just feel that, that, that they did not have a chance last year. It doesn't matter how good Trevor Lawrence might be. I just feel that the, and I don't think the Titans are going to be there much longer. I think it's time for the Colts and the Texans and, and, um, and the Jaguars to compete for that division in that. Uh, but we'll get to that another time. Uh, we'll I go back to agree the Titans' window of opportunity is about to close. But the question is who's going to emerge. Right. And, and that's just waiting in the balance uh, for that to, to, to occur and to happen. And uh, let's let's go to the Chicago Bears and see what they're doing right now. And, and um, we know that um, – they're they're about to make a change here. I think they're probably the next uh, team. They fired uh, both at Nagy and, and and Ryan Pace um, earlier um, on, on Tuesdays. Um, they did hire their Ryan Poles, yeah, as the new GM, 
And this makes me wonder if Eric Bieniemy, the Chiefs offensive coordinator, is coming to Chicago with the Bulls. Yes. But, however, um, with the we'll, – we'll get to the another announcement that happened yesterday. But with um, – they did interview Dennis Allen. But I just feel with Dennis uh, – with Sean Payton stepping down, I, I believe Dennis Allen is one of the top candidates for the Saints job. So, but we'll get to that a, a little bit there. And they did, I, I think they interviewed um, on Saturday, they interviewed um, uh, the Todd Bowles. Um, and, uh, you know, earlier they did the second interview with Jim Caldwell, but I don't see Jim Caldwell just being the head coach. I mean, that's just going in circles. I, I just don't see that happening. Um, the candidate that I like is. Um, uh, that they that they already interviewed was uh, Doug Peterson, but I don't think that would happen because they kept interviewing and interviewing people. So I think they're still in the flux. Now that they hired, though, Ryan Poles, they still haven't got to Eric Bieniemy, but we don't know. If he loses to um, this weekend to the Bengals, maybe that becomes. If they goes to the Super Bowl, maybe he stays again. We, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Kansas City or Rams coaches, and uh, but but the, the, those are the headliners pretty much for um, for the Bears. Um, I'm gonna flip to the Broncos. Minnesota hired their GM. Minnesota hired their GM. They hired the former. Haven't we? We're gonna go. We're gonna discuss each team team by team. Do you want to just just skip to Minnesota? I can go to Minnesota. Yeah, let's do Minnesota, then Denver, because Minnesota oh, hired their GM. Yeah, so on Wednesday, the uh, Minnesota Vikings hired uh, Kwanzi Al as their new GM. I I'm not really – he's like – I guess he's uh, Brown's vice president of football operations. I'm not very familiar with him. Um, now it comes in, and they have uh, interviewed a bunch of coaches as well already, which is Todd Bowles again. Nathaniel Hackett, Jonathan Gannon. I think uh, Kellen Moore was actually one of their interviews. Uh, I just don't know if he's ready to get hired in my book. Um, Raheem Morris actually uh, on Friday. Um, uh, they did interview the uh, Rams offensive coordinator, Kevin O'Connell. I believe they're waiting to see. And they, DeMarco Ryan. So those two, yes, they're still in the playoffs, but I'm just seeing where those land. Um I just feel for the Vikings, I, I feel that they're going to take um, either the, uh, Raheem Morris or DeMarco Ryans. I just feel that that might be the right direction for the Vikings. Definitely. I think DeMarco Ryans is in play there. Raheem could also be an option. Exactly. That's what I, I, I put. I, I agree. Um, then let's go to Denver. And Denver was in 
situation where they probably were in the best conference in the AFC because three teams out of that uh, division made it to uh, pretty much playoff of Chargers and Raiders had to battle it out at the last game. Um, and, 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 you know, where Kansas City is. I see if anybody steals one of the group that steals Eric Bieniemy from somebody else is going back to Denver. He has roots with uh, the Colorado atmosphere, with the Colorado fans. Um, Eric Bieniemy might fit in that, and he goes up against twice against his. He'll be going up twice against his former employer Andy Reid. That would be great for him. I just feel that he would he would love that. Um, but another one that would also fit the the uh, the other one that would fit the. Um, and he also interviewed there. By the way, he interviewed Eric Bieniemy. Already did he's uh, did an interview with Denver. Is Brian Callahan, the Bengals offensive coordinator. I'm going to throw that name in. Why not go to Denver, prove there that you can handle a, a, a game team at given maybe a young quarterback and, and prove your way through that, um, you know, like you did with the Bengals. And, and, and that would really be something else to see. I'd love that to see that happening. Then you can go to the older coaches like a Gerard Mayo and Nathaniel Hackett but I just don't see those two happening. So I, I'm going to give it, I'm going to say either Brian Callahan or Eric Bieniemy going to be the next Denver coach. Well, Brian Callahan was the offensive coordinator with the Bengals. He's the son of Bill Callahan. And mm-hmm. I can see him in Denver. I can also see Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers offensive coordinator in Denver. Right. Um, Dustin- oh yeah. He had two interviews. I'm sorry. I didn't mention him. That's right. He already had two interviews. Also had an interview on last Thursday or Thursday the thirteenth, and Thursday uh, Monday another, the twenty-fourth. Another candidate who had two interviews with Denver. I don't think they'll hire him, but he had two interviews with Denver. Is Gus Bradley, the Cowboys defensive coordinator and former Falcons head coach. Well, it says they ha- um, Dan Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn. Not not not. <laughs> Got Gus Bradley. Dan Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> But we'll see. I, I like those. Uh, those are just players in the Denver and see what happens there. Um, the next team, let's discuss Houston, Texas. We already discussed the Jags. Houston, Texas fired David Conley um, pretty quickly. Um, and uh, they're just going to – just they need a strong talent. They have – I believe they have a decent QB. I believe they have some pieces they can put together again. Start again. Let's get a younger coach. Um, I like Kevin O'Connell here, Rams offensive coordinator. How about throwing the old Patriots, Josh McNown? How about one of those two to uh, go and coach Josh the Texans? Daniels. You said Josh Mc. You you said Josh McCown, but I think you meant to say Josh McDaniels. But speaking mm-hmm. of Josh McCown, that's the guy I hear the Texans want to hire. Right, Josh McNown. I'm, not, I'm sorry. The court, or, Former NFL QB, that's what I should say. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Or how about, let's go, uh, you know who they also interviewed. You're gonna, you guys are loving, going to love this name. This rings a bell. How about have the old beautiful Steeler, Heinz Ward, come and coach the Texans, who was interviewed Saturday, January 15th. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Some of the candidates that um, the Texans have interviewed, he was an assistant coach at a Rusk High School, and then he returned to the NFL as a coach, and then he returned to the NFL as a player. So that's McCown. McCown doesn't really have any coaching background or experience in the NFL, not even as a QB coach. So that's the thing with McCown. He's a good he's a good backup QB, but he doesn't really have any coaching experience at a position as a coordinator or as a head coach. So, and he was offered yeah. associate head coach for the Texans last year, but he turned that down. Right. I mean, I just feel that uh, another candidate for them is Joe Lombardi, the Chargers offensive coordinator. But I think there's so many names on this Texans list. We should hold off and see what happens on that one for see we know. And then so they're going to make a hire until next week. It wouldn't surprise me if they were the last team that hired a head coach. Well, um, let's go to the uh, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Let's see. Miami Dolphins fired Brian Flores, who's actually a candidate for a couple of coaches, for a couple of other head coaching positions. Was this smart? I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of su- somewhat surprised on that move. Uh, we don't know if the whole thing with Tua and Chris Schreier had deteriorated. I-, I don't know all that stuff. I'm going to go with the Bills offensive coordinator. Brian DeBall, Brian. or have somebody. The reason why I'm going with one of these guys, either the uh, Frazier or DeBall, because I just or I'm gonna go. Who I don't know if they interviewed him yet. Um, Mike McDaniel from 49ers offensive coordinator. Those are the three names I'm gonna um, go in and select for the uh, Dolphins. But I just feel one of the Bills coaches, offensive or defensive coordinators, are going to skip ship and, and be that uh, be with a compete against the rival and be the uh, Miami Dolphins coach. Definitely. I definitely. Oh, right, we have, right, we have three, three, four, Yeah, go ahead. There's definitely some legitimate candidates in my for Miami. I I just don't know who they're gonna get because I feel like no matter who they hire, they're, the coach is gonna be a downgrade from Brian Flores. And I think Flores is a candidate for Houston as well. We already mentioned Houston, but I think Flores is gonna get hired somewhere else. I just am not getting a second chance somewhere else. But Miami. There's a bunch of teams that could hire Miami. I think Hackett could be a candidate there um, if he doesn't take the Denver job. I don't exactly know. I think Brian Dable is another candidate for Miami, too, but he said he doesn't want to work with Tua, so I don't think Miami will hire Dable for that reason. I just don't know who they would get. Like, I think of the Dolphins coaching search and a blank response comes to mind a blank thought and then you've got the saints and i think they're going to get dennis allen as you stated they'll hire from within yeah well let's go to the saints and uh um we did not see that coming the saints too much um as we know yesterday shot payton informed the new orleans saints he stepped away stepping away 
could he have a uh, uh, somewhere? You know, I, I mean, I was, I'm going to bring up my uh, little uh, rumor, but I'm not going to bring it up yet. We're going to finish with the Saints. He leaves the Saint, New Orleans Saints, 152-game winner, 89. Probably he's going to be in the Hall of Fame as a coach. I think he's one of the top this day and age coaches, you know, along with Belichick um, and Andy Reid. So I just feel you're going to see this guy in the Hall of Fame. He was great with Drew Brees, and now Drew Brees is gone. He has nothing really in the Saints are in so much trouble financially. You have no idea. So a lot of things. Um, he's not giving, getting more money or less money. It has nothing to do with that, folks. I'm saying the Saints themselves are going to probably have to cut players that you that these Saints fans love. Who that nation? Um, in order to keep the the intact most of the team, um, or or somehow you know get away from these large contracts, and they have like uh, with Michael Thomas and Thomas Morissette, you have a lot of great players in that team. Are they all going to be gone soon? We don't know. Um, keep that in mind. Um, starting a new Q QB. Um, is not easy for every coach. And in Sean Payton's mind, maybe he doesn't want to do that this this way. And uh, for for there for other reasons, I think if there was if he jumped at a job like the Giants, or he jumped at a job like the Texans, Sean Payton might take it. Because they're established quarterbacks. You, you get what I'm saying, Chris. Yeah. Or the Colts, but the Colts don't need really uh, – uh, they're not directed to that. Um, and we'll talk about the Giants next. But we didn't bring up Sean Payton's name in the Texans. But the Texans have an established quarterback. They have money in place to build a team. They probably have enough money to pay off the contract to get him to coach. Is he going to coach right away? I don't know. But there are a couple of things we'll talk about later. But I do see Dennis Allen. I they haven't really got to any interviews as of yet because this is just all new news. That's why I think they don't have time. We know Mickey Loomis is the GM. I just feel Mickey Loomis does the right thing, hires an experienced coach right under him that was doing great, and it's an easy hire. Um, now let's go to the Giants before we go to the Raiders, because you know I got a lot to say about the Raiders. Let's go to the Giants. Yeah, let's and do that. The Giants just moved away from Joe Judge. Finally, thank God. Come on. This is ridiculous. You gave him so much time and all this stuff. And I felt sorry for, you know, when he fired J Jason Garrett. I mean, the whole thing was just a joke. So let's talk about what the things are going to do. Here's another. I know they've been looking. Brian DeBall been interviewed twice. 
the Bills offensive coordinator. Friday and Tuesday, which is just yesterday, and I was uh, thinking to myself, Brian DeBall and the Giants. Interesting. But why are they going to do that when they interviewed the day before Dan Quinn within that time frame? I think Leslie Frazier came in also in that time frame. But Leslie Frazier, I don't see him coaching the Giants. That's just a, a rule that's put in place, and you, you and I don't want to discuss it on the air. But anyway, I believe Dan Quinn or Brian DeBall will be the next head coach of the Giants. That's fair. I think Brian Dable would be the next uh head coach of the Giants, and Dable's the Bills' offensive coordinator. That's the what Giants I said, yeah. hired the Bills' um, assistant GM as their general manager. That's something we didn't touch on at the beginning of the show when going over the GM candidates. That's another guy that we uh, – Yeah, that's right. The GM candidates for the Giants are still up in place. No, they are, They already hired the GM. On Friday, they hired their general manager for the Bills. The, the, the Bills' assistant general manager – Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, Joe Joe Sean, Joe Sean. Yes, yeah, 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 that's right. So, Joe Sean, that's why we're both saying that that, uh, basically Brian DeBole, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but with two interviews in the time that they get this, the Bills assistant GM, hello, voila, there's your new coach. You and I both uh, have depicted that one. Okay, not last but not least, we go to the Las Vegas uh, crazy Raiders. We're not here to discuss uh, any of the players today. Let's talk about the head coach's interviews. The only interview that they have done and confirmed that they have done was Gerard Mayo. You know, you and I both love him. And he will make a great defensive coordinator somewhere. But I don't think he's ready to step in as a head coach. Do you agree? Who? Gerard Mayo. Yeah. I do think he's ready for a defensive coordinator job. I just don't think he's ready for a head coaching job. He started that, out as a linebacker's coach with the Patriots this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's, exa- that's exactly what I just said. You repeated my words. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway... So Raiders, I feel, have a coach in place. And that is Rich Basaka. Basakia, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah. He remains with the team in Vegas. And already they requested he was interviewed by Davis or spoken to, quote unquote. I mean, you're already sitting there. You already know the guy. I don't know what kind of interview you really have in that sense. Um, Probably they ask him, if we hire you for this position, where do you want to take the team? And you and I both know there's a rumor going around, Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh. I haven't seen Jim Harbaugh turn around and say, hey, I'm going to take the Raiders job. They have not even offered him the job. They haven't requested an interview with him. I think someone started a rumor until that's in place, until we see a directive, and my, when I say directive other than Davis, a GM, 
no matter who, you know, they requested an interview with Todd Bowles, but he hasn't come yet. So I don't even know when that's going to be scheduled. So I don't know. Maybe he never will show up. So let's go on back to the uh, general managers who they did interview. They interviewed general manager, Patriots director, player personnel, Dave Zeigler, on Friday. Prior to that, Champ Kelly. I don't think he'll be the G- GM. Brandon Hunt, very good uh, Steelers pro scouting uh, coordinator, been there for years. Um, and then they probably uh, plan to do uh, Trey Brown when uh, this is all done. Ed Dobbs is a name that's coming out. And I see them. If they're going to get Joe uh, Jim Harbaugh, they're going to get Ed Dobbs. Ed Dobbs will create the Joe, uh, Jim Harbaugh thing. Trey Brown or Brandon Hunt, if they do get them, then you know they're going to lean toward what's in place. And that is basically Biscott. But, but I can't pronounce the game again. But you get what I'm saying as far as uh, doing that, those kind of things. Um, and it's just odd, but the Raiders have a lot of, I mean, little little things happening. But there's a reason why they haven't interviewed too many people. I think they already know who they want. But don't you agree? Yeah. And I just feel, hey... Let's take this. Uh, let's take who we got. Let's make the team better, and not by saying, "Let's cut up uh, Derek Carr and move him, move on with him." Let's get pieces around to make it better, and that and that's basically the approach the Raiders are taking. We can go and dissect each team, like the Steelers and every team that was boarding on the on the playoff verge, even the Patriots. I think every team that we saw in the wild card is going to be back next year, going to be back better because they were just missing little pieces. So now let's bring it. We're in the championship round, folks. Let's see. Wait, Why? we got one more hire. The Ravens did hire a defensive coordinator. Mike McDonald, the Michigan Wolverines defensive coordinator, is heading to Baltimore. So he goes from having Jim Harbaugh as his boss to his brother John Harbaugh as his boss. Hmm. That's interesting because uh, if a defensive coordinator wins, goes, somebody's going to leave. Yeah, I just felt like bringing that coaching hire up because that was the last coaching hire to take place. But now we'll transition to the conference championship games to wrap up this uh, podcast. I feel like we've covered everything as far as GM and coaching hires go. We spent 26, 27 minutes discussing <laughs> all that. Right. Hey, that's that's important. You know, it it's not important. It's news. It's NFL news, so it's important. Right, right. Um, I, you know, now they're going to bounce into. Let's discuss. There's two big games left in this uh, wonderful, beautiful. Uh, football season and you both we we ask ourselves or ask everybody who we got to win so i'm going to talk about the nfc you could talk about your afc and we'll put our little approach on each one well the nfc rivals hey square off you got the super bowl on the line here 
And who would have thought in the beginning of the season both of these guys will be facing each other in the championship? But they are. The Los Angeles Rams are playing host to kick off things with San Francisco 49ers. It will be the third time, third meeting this year. Yes, folks, the third time. Rams lost both of them, folks. Does this mean anything? I don't know. I think it'll go the other way. And I'll tell you why. Back in week 10, the 49ers won in dominant fashion, 31 to 10. The game perhaps was a notable. 49ers began the putting together an 18-yard, 11-minute drive in the first quarter. And it went through there. Well, we don't have to describe each week by week. Then in week in 18, with Jimmy Garoppolo back from a thumb injury, the 49ers win, needed to win again. And... Rams were already in. They didn't care about it. All they did was win in a three-point overtime. Folks, now that the Rams are healthy on defense, it's not going to be the same game. I'm taking the Rams 31-17 to in this big home stadium. The Super Bowl game will be hosted by the Los Angeles Rams. And we'll talk about the FC, but that's my opinion. Let me take yours. Cut. Well, the AFC Championship is going to be the first of the two games. So I'm going to reveal my AFC winner before I reveal my AFC. Go ahead. I'm going to reveal my AFC winner before I reveal my NFC winner. And oh. I know you're I know you talked about the um 49ers Rams game, but I'm going to break down the Chiefs Bengals game. This game is going to be 3 p.m. It's the early game of the two championship games. And I think it's going to be a slugfest between Cincinnati and Kansas City. I think this is going to be it's not going to be as good as it's not going to be as good as Kansas City and Buffalo. I'm not going in with the expectation that this game is going to be that good as far as the um, talent goes. But I'm going to go 34-31 Chiefs. I was originally going to go 31-24 with the Bengals making some defensive stops. But I just think the Chiefs, they're more experienced and they're just a better team on paper than the Bengals. So... I'm leaning towards a uh, 34-31 score at the moment. I do not have the yet. I'm going to look that up right now. Um, yeah, well, let me let me talk. While you're looking, I'm going to jump in. Mahomes is simply performing on another level this postseason, unlike we have seen many of the quarterbacks do, specifically in this generation. But there's another young gunslinger on the other side of the boat. Joe Burrow's not bad himself. He, he knows how to put, he knows how to be headline. He knows how to take away from the scene that Mahomes will do. And you got to remember, they faced both very similar quarterbacks. Maybe they didn't face uh, Josh Allen, uh, both of them. But these are great young quarterbacks themselves. And we see um, uh, other ones like the Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert that weren't in the playoffs. But let me refer, this game is going to be a, a little tighter than people may think, in my view. 
The Bengals haven't been in a championship since 1988, bro. 88, man. <laughs> this is what they've been waiting for, these fans. Uh, you know, they took the Raiders out by a notch. We'll go, we don't have to go into that game. You and I all both have an opinion on that. They overcame the Titans. I don't think the Titans played their best game in that sense. So I feel that this game, it's really dependent on ref calls, and we've seen this all season, number one, referee calls, number two, turnovers, and then number three is the defensive game against the firepower of both Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Could the could and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. So you got a receiver and you got a quarterback. The other key thing that Mahomes puts over is Travis Cleese. That's why I'm gonna agree with you, but I didn't I'm not changing my pick. Do not change your pick. I'm gonna agree with you. I think Kansas City is a better team, but and that, that but it's just a game of uh so many points and we'll see what happens. And I don't think you're right. It's not going to go to OT. Not going to be dramatic like this Buffalo game. That I think was all uh, hocus pocus type of thing we may never see in our lifetime. But the Chiefs are like, hey, I'm number one. The Bengals are still number four or five. The number four or five top number one. We'll see. Um, and, and that remains to be seen. If Joe Burrow goes to the Super Bowl, that will be something else. But I just see a Kansas City and the Rams are going to face in the Super Bowl. I don't like Kansas City. I just hate it because it'll be their third straight Super Bowl. Anyway. Because that's I'm what picking... the Patriots did. The Patriots made three straight Super Bowls. And then the Chiefs, <laughs> once the Patriots lost in the first round, the Chiefs finally capitalized, broke through and made their first Super Bowl, and they have a young core. I feel like you're rooting for the NFC winner in the Super Bowl, regardless of what happens, or the Raiders knocked out your Raiders, and the Chiefs are a division rival. I just feel like, in good compass, you can't root for... Well, 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 let's let's go here. Let's talk about some key players in this game. Of course, you got Joe Burrow, quarterback, um, you know, that's you, you're gonna have to look at him if he throws an interception or two in this game, might sidetrack a little bit. Patrick Mahomes, on the other hand, you know, very strong, he could throw very good, he has a higher uh throwing percentage, more yards, more touchdowns. She throws. Yeah, and I did get the point spreads for each. <laughs> yeah, sorry about the technical difficulties. I'll I'll pull up the point spreads for each of these games. The Chiefs are seven point favorites at minus seven. Rams are favorites. I think the Bengals cover the spread, but the Chiefs win thirty four thirty one. And then I think the Rams, I got I got the Rams winning twenty seven to seventeen because I think I think this will be a closer game. Like every time I pick the 49ers to get blown out, I have the Cowboys winning 38 to 10, and I had the Packers winning 35 to 14. 
Neither team beat the 49ers, let alone blew them out. And here we are. The Niners are in the NFC Championship game against the team they swept during the regular season. And there may be more 49er fans in L.A. than there are Rams fans. So I don't know about that, brother. But anyway, uh, no, I think Rams, we need a championship, folk. I live in L.A. I'm not going to tell you why. But the Rams could use another beautiful football championship, which, in fact, I was talking to my father today. We have not had. And so, yeah, we had the Lakers and the, Ray, and the Dodgers. But, you know, the, the Rams have not won a championship in Los Angeles, being the Los Angeles Rams, in quite some time. Since they beat the Titans, bro. Titans. 2000. The Rose Bowl was here. They played in the Rose Bowl. Yes. Yeah, but that time. Rams championship came in St. Louis when they were the St. Louis Rams. Correct, but it's still the same team. The, the LA fans have even when the St. Louis Rams when they were the St. Louis Rams, they were there for 10, 12 years. The Rams, the Rams fans in Los Angeles always were the Rams fans. They never switched to the Raiders. They were always Rams fans. And that I'm gonna tell you that much. This Charger wishy-washy Los Angeles Chargers, that's just weird. But the Rams, they've been they they were there and the, the Rams also played in a Super Bowl, which they lost, and that was in Pittsburgh. That was also a Pasadena game. That was nineteen eighty, long time ago. Okay. Rams are going to – it would be very exciting to see the Rams go in the Super Bowl and very good for the marketing of the Super Bowl, actually, to see the Rams and another big market team – well, not really big market team because it's really nothing left, but the Kansas City Chiefs, who are been in the Super Bowl and won one of them the last couple of years. So that's what I believe the NFL wants. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think the receivers in the AFC Championship, Jamar Chase, Kyrie Kill, could be breakout players. I think the Chiefs have good secondary weapons with Hardman, with Pringle, with Robinson. The Bengals have T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Auden Tate. So I really think we are going to see a high-scoring game for that reason because of the variety of weapons that Burrow and Mahomes have to throw to. And I think that'll be... Both teams do have injuries at right tackle, but they're healthy everywhere else on offense. And ultimately, I think that'll lead to a higher scoring game, whereas the Rams and 49ers are very strong defensively. And, I mean, the 49ers, even though they do not have as many star players on defense as the Rams, they've played extremely disciplined football on the defensive side of the ball in January, and that's gotten them to where they are at this point in the NFC Championship game. You know, they've just played very well defensively. 
And but I think the Rams just have simply more talent than the 49ers, but they cannot fumble the ball four times against San Francisco like they did against Tampa Bay. If they fumble that many times, 49ers have a legit chance to steal this game and potentially set up a Super Bowl rematch with either the Chiefs or Bengals. What are your thoughts, Oren? I've made my point. I mean, the Bengals do have some talent on defense. Like, Logan Wilson had a good game last week. Um, They have Larry Ogunjobi, the edge rusher tandem of Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard. That's going to be tough for the Chiefs to stop, but it's not like the Chiefs don't have talent on the defensive line as well. You've got um, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Nick Bolton was tremendous against the Bills. He made a few key tackles on third down to create third down stops to prevent the Bills from getting those first downs. And Nick Bolton made some critical plays in this game as a rookie. So, I, I mean... I think it's going to be interesting either way, but I really feel like the Chiefs and Rams, the the current Missouri team and the former team that played in Missouri are going to end up meeting in L.A. for this year's Super Bowl where the Rams coincidentally play. I mean... These teams have good corners, but they don't really have star corners. I think the one team that has star cornerback play has got to be the Los Angeles Rams. They have Jalen Ramsey. Robert Rochelle came back from an injury. Quinton Williams or something. William Darius Williams, I think, got the start next to Ramsey last Sunday. The week before it was Nick Scott. So you've got Nick Scott, you've got Williams, you've got um, Rochelle coming back from his injury, and then you've got another corner from the wild card game. And the, it's just the variety the Rams have at cornerback. I think that'll ultimately difference, and we'll get a Chiefs versus Rams Super Bowl. And I'll break this game down further on Saturday. As I was saying before Anchor disconnected us, Joe Mixon... If Joe Mixon can run the ball, the Bengals have a chance to steal this game from Kansas City. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire returned from his injury and did well against the Bills. So, overall, I am expecting a pretty competitive AFC Championship game. And that's why I think this game could honestly go either way. Um, I, I, When these teams played in the regular season, I picked the Chiefs 28-27. I'm going 34-31. I think we'll get a little bit more offense this time around. And if you want my full opinion on these games, you can go on TalkShoe.com. You can go to TalkShoe and you can listen to my podcast that Joey and I did on Saturday. I'm... I'm going to wait and see if Oren has any closing thoughts.
that he'd like to add. But for the most part, I've pretty much discussed everything that I'd like to discuss for this game here on Anchor. So I'm going to wait and see what if Orn wants to discuss anything or if we'll bring him back on for a fourth and final segment or if we're just going to finish the podcast the way it is. But thanks for listening. If you made it this far, we'll be back. Um, I'll be back on Talk Show on Saturday. But yeah.